It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Reds podcast for Monday, September 10th. It is great to be with you. I'm James Erpine on Twitter, at Locked On Reds, at James Erpine. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Also, every podcast posted at LockedOnReds.com where Jeffrey Carr has just written an article about the Reds splitting the weekend series with the Padres. We got uh, a happy birthday to wish today. I do want to dive into um, what happened over the weekend. We'll discuss that. We will also discuss what we expect or what I expect from Cody Reed tonight on the mound going up against the Dodgers. We'll preview the series with the Dodgers as well. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. It was a, a weird weekend. A weird weekend in Cincinnati. Did anybody else get destroyed by the rain? The rain... So I was set to call a... Uh, NAIA college football game. I'm the play-by-play guy for Cincinnati Christian University. And the rain washed that out. And then I was supposed to call a soccer game for Moeller High School, which is a local high school. Barry Larkin went there. King Griffey Jr. went there. Um, So some prominent Reds athletes, just to keep it related to the Reds, was going to call a soccer game. And that, the rain got in the way of that. So all of a sudden I had Saturday night free. Um, and it was crazy because I was going to be on rain delay coverage for the Reds, but I had those engagements. And then they literally, I found out they got canceled or got moved to a place where they couldn't do media and couldn't have like play by play and all that stuff set up in their press box because of room. Um, literally right, right before it happened. Like I got to one of the events and then found out it was one of those things. So it's, it's interesting. It sucks. The rain isn't fun. The Reds were able to get the games in. They moved uh, the game. On uh, on Sunday, which was good. It was smart, honestly, because with the NFL going on, the Bengals playing at one, a lot of people could watch the Bengals and then also pay attention to the Reds. But the Reds, they split with San Diego, um, which is a, a team a lot like the Reds. They're 57 and 88 overall. The Reds, 61 and 83. Um, here were, I mean, there were some good, there were some bad over the weekend. Um, the good would be Matt Harvey. And what he did, he pitched into the sixth inning, uh, or pitched six innings, excuse me, um, allowed two runs on Saturday. And it was great because then the game got called. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. The rain gets in the way. The rain got in the way Sunday, so they moved the game. Um, Michael Lorenzen pitched well. And speaking of, of that, Jeffrey Carr wrote about Michael Lorenzen. I'm a little worried about Luis Castillo. On Thursday night, and I talked about this a little bit on Friday Friday show, Luis Castillo keeps having these kind of outings. And against the Padres, you want more. Like, that was the, the game for Luis Castillo to come out and say, all right, I'm going to be this, this team's ace next season. Just to start to get into it. Because he's only going to get a couple more starts this year. Instead, he's 8-12 and with a 4.79 earn run average. Went five innings, gave up five runs. That's rough. It's rough. I'm officially worried about Castillo. Um, and it's just, it's one of those things where you you don't, like, because who cares about this year? But I need him to build to where next year he's ready to take off. I've said it about this team. They need to be ready to take off next year, however they can do it. And, and it seems like that's the goal 
for the front office. The way they're setting things up, I assume, and I think from what I've heard, they're going to extend Scooter Jeanette. I think that's something that gets done. If that's the case, you keep Billy Hamilton around. Like, if you're keeping these guys around and you're not getting younger, then you're kind of going for it. And, and I'm not sure how wise or, or not wise that will be. They're 61 and 83, especially if a pitcher like Luis Castillo isn't the ace that I think a lot of people hoped he would be coming into the season. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. So, yeah, the Reds win two out of four. Uh, yesterday they lost to the Padres seven to six. And uh, Tyler Malley, well, he didn't pitch well. He only lasted three innings, uh, gave up a couple of runs. Here's Jim Riggleman on a variety of topics after the game, including the team's inability excuse me, to capitalize on offensive opportunities in the eighth inning. Um, he talks about Tyler Malley and so much more. Here's Reds interim manager Jim Riggleman after the game yesterday. Well, you know, uh, that was actually uh, – we don't make too many excuses for the home runs we give up. We give up a lot of homers, but uh, that one was a great American ballpark homer. You know, that one um, – uh, Hosmer's a, a really a good player, but that one is one that uh, that might be the only ballpark in the, in the league that it goes out, you know. But um, uh, it had been off uh, about six days, and um, you know he put one in there, and Hosmer hit it. Uh, eighth inning, you guys have a nice chance. Tucker leads off with that double and just yeah. can't get him over. The, not getting that bunt down was big and uh, just couldn't get that run in. Yeah, we need to get the runner over to third. And then, um, you know, you got a little different at bat, a little different psyche for your hitter. Well, man on third, less than two outs. But, um, you know, that, that's baseball. Mason was trying to get him over and just um, wasn't able to do it. Uh, your thoughts on Tyler today? He went three innings and, uh, you know, just what you thought of him. Well, you know, he only gave up a couple runs. We were we were going to limit him to four or five innings at most, but uh, 75 pitches in three innings is, you know, it's an indication that, um, you know, he's just not sharp. So um, we decided to um, cut it short and go to the bullpen. We've got the luxury of doing that here in September. But, um, you know, Tyler's a, a really good pitcher. We've seen really good things from him last year and earlier this year. But um, today he just didn't look sharp. That's Jim Riggleman, audio courtesy of Reds.com. Yeah, I, I agree. He didn't look sharp. I'm still glad he's starting. And I, I ran it about this Friday, and I'm not going to dive into it a ton. Um, but, but Homer Bailey, why would he be in the rotation? Like, Tyler Malley, yeah, he, six days off, hadn't pitched in the majors in a while. I expect him to, to not be that guy. Uh, but it, it's just one of those things where you're, if you're building for the future, Tyler Malley has got to be – you, you got to get the answer on him. You got to get the answer on a lot of these guys. And that's why I never would have sent him down. I would have let him play through it. I, I like Sal Romano not pitching in the bullpen. I want him to be starting to like it, but Matt Harvey in the way, Homer Bailey in the way for so long. It's just, I, I'm not on the same page as the Reds front office. It's very clear or Reds ownership. It could be one of the two or both. Um, but that's the reality of it. There was some good that happened, even though they split with the, uh, the Padres. Ooh, honestly, let's be honest. I think, most people would say they're an inferior team to the Reds. Not only record-wise, but you would just assume the Reds would beat them. The Reds at 61-83 and 83 are 23 games out behind the Cubs and 11 out behind the fourth-place Pirates, who are now 500 on the air at 71-71. and 71. Up next on today's podcast, I will talk a little bit about uh, the series against the Dodgers and Cody Reed tonight. Plus, it's someone's birthday. The man, the myth, the legend. We'll get to that next on the Locked on Reds podcast. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked on Reds podcast. It is Reds 
It is Dodgers tonight at Great American Ballpark, a 641st pitch. The Reds are, are toying around with that. They did that in April, and now they're doing it again in September. I wouldn't be shocked if they do it more throughout the season next year. Uh, move up the, the first pitch from 705 or 710 like it normally is all the way up to, to 640. I think it makes a lot of sense. Games end earlier, and uh, it's more likely that kids and parents and families are able to make the game. Cody Reed comes in with an 0-2 record on the season, a 4.81 earned run average. This is when I want to start to see something, Cody. This is the time. you got to flash a little bit, and he's got a chance tonight against a uh, really good Dodgers team. Alex Wood on the mound for the Dodgers comes in with an 8-6 and record on the season, a 3.37 earned run average, and he's pitched uh, 144 and a third innings this season, uh, 125 strikeouts, and uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. His last seven games, he's three and one. His last fifteen games, he's seven and two. Uh, but his last seven games, three and one with a one point eight six earned run average. He's been dealing. He's given up eight runs in his last seven outings. That's pretty darn good. Uh, so Alex Wood on the mound tonight, and uh, one guy who I hope is not only out on the field, but has is able to build on the power numbers that he put up over the weekend and is able to take those two home runs and turn them into even more. Joey Votto, let's take a second to wish Joey Votto a happy, happy birthday, 35 years old. Wow. Can't believe he's 35. I remember the days. I remember going to a game, and I I know Joey Votto was like a a big-time prospect. I had heard of him a little bit. But going to a game back in 2000, I believe it was 08, and uh, he was still splitting time with Scott Hatterberg. And little did I know that Joey Votto was going to be the MVP of the National League in a couple of seasons. <laughs> little did I know that he was going to be the best player the Reds have seen in arguably in a long time, and arguably the best hitter in the history of the franchise. But uh, here's here's uh, two highlights uh, over the weekend, and uh, this was really cool uh, because Tommy Thrall, who calls for uh, calls games for the Double A Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Uh, was brought up, did the games this weekend, and was able to call a couple Joey Votto home runs, including a grand slam. Here is uh, Tommy Thrall on the call. Erland deals the 2-1 pitch, and Votto hammers it. Deep right field. This one is gone. Another grand slam. Joey Votto blows it open. 7-0 Reds on the 11th grand slam of the year by Cincinnati. Knicks to the plate. And the 3-1 pitch is hit high into the air. Deep left center field. Jankowski back. Leaps. It's gone. And we're tied. That's Tommy Thrall, Reds Radio Network. Good stuff there from him. The snippets, because I, I watched some. I listened to, to some this weekend um, of Reds baseball. It just depends, obviously, if I'm in the car. If I'm, if I'm in my kitchen, uh, I have a table in my kitchen. And I'll, I'll listen to the radio in there. Um, and if I eat in there, if I decide to eat by the TV, I'll go out into the living room. But yeah, that's uh, usually I try to eat in my kitchen so I can kind of avoid watching TV. I really like, and I'm not just saying this because I'm in radio and in podcasts, but I like listening to the radio while I eat. Like in, mor- in the morning, I listen to uh, multiple different shows. You know, Dan Patrick, if he's on, nor- most of the time I'm up way earlier than his show's on. So I'll listen to uh, Mike and, uh, or Golick and Wingo. You know, I almost said Mike and Mike, but. Uh, I'm big on, on listening to the Reds on the radio, and I listened to him, uh, Tommy Thrall, this weekend, and he did a good job. So it's, it's really cool by the Reds to do that. They've done that now a couple of times. Just give, give your minor league guys some reps. Why not? Why not let them get up here? I'm sure Marty didn't mind it. 
Might, Marty didn't mind having a weekend off, relaxing a little bit before this season ends. But uh, yeah, uh, happy birthday, Joey. 35 years old. I just hope, and we'll discuss this during the offseason for sure, I just hope that this isn't a sign of things to come with his decline. Now, I say decline like his numbers are bad, his numbers aren't bad. When you're talking about a guy that only has 11 home runs, it, that's a little worrisome considering the money you're paying him, right? So we'll see. Uh, overall, though, Joey Votto's still hitting well. Still, it, it, look, he's hitting two. Was it two eighty three? Yeah, two eighty three this year. Eleven home runs, sixty four RBIs. It's not where you want him. Obviously, he got dinged up, banged up. It kind of limited him a little bit for about a month. Um, but overall, I think Votto's on base percentage is still high. I think he'll still get a bunch of hits. Got one hundred and twenty six hits this year. You just wonder if those power numbers are ever going to. Uh, if, if this is the decline, because everyone declines at some point, you just got to wonder when. And it'll be interesting to see if, if that's happened for Joey Votto. Either way, Joey, celebrate today. Hopefully you torch the Dodgers tonight so Reds fans can cheer. As uh, the Reds, Dodgers, they take uh, they play each other at 640 tonight. It is Reds and it is Dodgers at Great American Ballpark. Oh, what? That is not the right. There, there we go. That was weird. It was playing two different songs at once. I only clicked the one. It's Batter Up by Nelly. Again, you can follow on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Reds. Check out LockedOnReds.com for some good stuff from Jeffrey Carr. Also, subscribe, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Be back at it tomorrow. Hopefully the Reds can get a dub. Until then, I'm James Rapine. Thanks for listening to the Locked on Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.